Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. It's time for Seminole Headlines, featuring Warchant.com's Jeff Cameron, managing editor Ira Chauffel, and senior writer Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, Pistols and Pies, starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. The Seminole Headlines underway, kids. Great to be with you as always. There I see Ira and Corey. Hello, boys. How the heck are you? You good? What up? Fantastic. Good to hear. Is this loud enough? We good? We good to go here? Early on, we're always, it's a little bit of a hustle. You know how it goes. You got cameras to set up. Back in the old days when we first started, we used to, to take some time to do the mic check. Because oh, yeah. well, yeah. Yeah, we that's right. Recorded. We, we could, don't do that anymore. No. Don't uh, have that luxury. Now no. we're just flying blind. Yeah, we get right into it. Uh, let's say hello to our friends at Register Sausage. Yay, sausage. Big time. Big week for Register Big Sausage. Big week, yeah. Had the, uh, the contest. Ben uh, came up with the idea. He and Will came up with the idea of uh, doing a little giveaway, five packages of registered sausage. Mm. All you had to do was retweet them on Twitter Boom. or uh, I think like share it on Instagram, tag somebody maybe. And uh, and if you did a recipe, they give you a bonus. Uh, your favorite registers uh, recipe, they give you a bonus entry. And we've got two winners. We've, we're going to announce the winners. They get a five-pack of registered sausage delivered mm. to them, and they'll also get a uh, new Seminole Headlines T-shirt. Part of our merch drop that uh, the well, people are going to hear is, about. Oh, man, this is overwhelming. You're this coming is, out the box swinging here. There's so much to get to. We've got to set up the way. Look at this. So here it is. It's on the, if you're watching the video on Warchant TV, you can see these these shirts now. And they're fantastic. Your daughter did an amazing job, by the way. Good she's, job, Alexa. She's very talented. Well, and we, we did a great job creating the brand. Correct. Well, right. there's Correct. No she doubt. brought it to life. Though. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she did. She did. But we're the brand creators. The uh, so I shared the uh, the headlines logo on. Uh, I don't know if Matthew can bring that up. A can you zoom that logo? The, I shared the, it on Twitter the other day. It was very popular. People like it. it. Oh, is. look at that. Look at there it is. That's what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yep. Did, did you see what my guy on Twitter did to me though? With your fuzzy hair, man. I love you it. Have, could, well, he not look. only not only did he gray it, but then he thin, no, the, he thinned the, it out. The gray's already there. Alexa did the gray. He thinned it out. Yeah. Yeah. That was kind of cold, right? Well, well, it, hey, was, it was wasn't, loving. Man. It was endearing. Yeah. It wasn't necessary. It's a clean look, man. You're right, Troy, in the chat. That is true. It looks good, doesn't it? That's beautiful. And we're not going to you know, quibble about the fact that Corey's now super skinny or the fact that Jeff doesn't really wear the glasses all that much anymore. I but, wear it when I get home. Okay. So this is your home look. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, so we now have some uh, shirts available. We've got the, the Corey Classic. I think Maryland could be a problem. Yep. Yeah, that's yep. a good one. So you get that. You have that choice there. I think we have others. Uh, we, we'll go through. We're going to roll out. Well, the main one, the one on the right, is the one we're doing here because it's it ties yes. in with registers and the giveaway. So two uh, lucky winners. I'm going to announce them right now. One is I'm from Twitter, Adam Hill. 
at Adam C. Hill. Lead dog. He, he's A-train. The, he's the winner on Twitter. And on Instagram, the winner was Trip Taylor. Trip Taylor. Nice. Underscore BT3. Trip Those Taylor. That's winners. a cool name. And uh, Registers is going to DM you guys uh, to get your shipping information and send you your package. Five packs of sausage and for the Super Bowl. Adam and, and Trip are our And a yay sausage. Yeah. Adam yeah. and Trip, and they get a yay sausage T-shirt, too. Correct. That's it's right. a gorgeous-looking shirt, too. It's so, all gorgeous. Yes, good job, guys. We'll continue to promote, and then we'll tell you about So the website, Ira, for them yeah, to be able to go pick it up? Exactly. It's uh, SeminoleHeadlines.MyShopify.com. It's on the Shopify site. That's who's hosting it, and it's uh, really easy. SeminoleHeadlines.MyShopify.com. We'll tweet it later also. But, uh, yeah, man, if you guys want a headlines shirt, well, you know, we— Wear it with pride, too, obviously. I mean, with a lot of pride. Yes, yeah. And, and you might want to taunt your other friends who don't have that. That's that's the spirit that we bring uh, with similar headlines. The key is to buy two at a time because <laughs> sure. you just don't know. You don't you know, know what your you, body's going to be in well, six months. But also, who you're going to run into that say, sure. God, I really want one of those. Like, well, I bought two. Here you go. I got one you in know? my pocket. Yeah, so everybody buy two or three yeah. just so you'll be ready for the rush. Yeah, yeah. yeah people, you know, you got plenty of time yeah. for the holidays. Get Absolutely. your holiday shopping in. Yay, sausage. There you go. And yay, Alexa. Good work. Yeah, yay, Alexa. Yeah, right. should crush that graphic. Because the three of us wouldn't have done anything close to that. Clearly. We've been 13 <laughs> years. <laughs> we haven't bothered to do it I once. asked her, I was like, could you do a logo for us? And she's like, yeah, what do you think? I was like, I don't know, a football, the word seminal headlines, I don't know, a basketball, I don't know. And she was like, yeah. I got it. Yeah. 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 Well, well, they know more, Dad. You you somehow produce talented kids. We, I know. We all it, did. It's it's a miracle. We all did, man. It's kind <laughs> of crazy. It is crazy. It is crazy. Corey's, uh, Corey's, Brady's out here making his uh, making baseball, baseball Making a baseball team, yeah. Yeah. Now, I want to come up to a game when the season starts. I want to, I want to put a little pressure on him. Oh, Either good, in the stands, yeah, nice. cheer him on. I, I think right. Corey's going to handle the pressure part. You yeah, so? he gets Are a lot of pressure from his old man. Still? Uh, I, I'm interested to see how I'll be now that he's a friend. Like, he's actually on a team that I have no impact. I've never met the coach. I don't think I'm supposed to talk to the coach. Oh, like, you're going to be totally calm now. Well, I think I'm like. Are you going to be doing the box scores and claiming that he should be an all-star? <laughs> yeah, well, no. Or an that's, all-district, that's all-state? That's different. That's, different. Gonna that's when he was eight. That's yeah, when it mattered. You're going to send the batting yeah. averages off to the local paper? <laughs> yeah, I got I got ties there. <laughs> hey, AJC, what's going on yeah, here? <laughs> my kid's on the freshman team batting 311. What are we doing? Let's get yeah. this in here. Yeah. No, so, good. yeah, that's it's exciting times. Exciting times. By the way, um, tomorrow... Just so you guys know, I've got Mike Norvell ready to roll. Uh, they confirmed this morning. So what should we talk to Mike about? I'm going to talk to him in the morning. We're going to record it. We'll have it on the JCS. We'll have it on Warchant TV. We'll have it everywhere, of course. But I'm kind of curious. What, if you guys wanted to posit a question here, what would you go with? One thing I was thinking about, just, you know, the hype The hype is really starting yeah, to crank up. it is Bill, already. Bill Connolly's coming out with some stuff, talking about how Florida State, I think, has the most returning production of any team in college football. Um, yeah. There was a PFF. I did a story on the site yesterday. PFF um, is put out a list of like the top ten players at every position coming back, and based on their PFF grades and what they expect from them coming back. And Florida State has a skill player at every position in the top ten in the country. Jordan Travis is the number three quarterback. Uh, Trey Benson, I think, is number five or number six running back. Johnny Wilson's like the number seven receiver. Jaheim Bell's the number four tight end. Florida State's the only school in the country. There's only two schools that have four skill players. In their on their team listed the top ten of their positions, and Florida State's the only school with one at each of the positions. So man, there's a lot of. Uh, I wonder if he's starting to feel you know the expectations. Should I should I start with like just kind of a, a jovial? Better not suck next year. Better, like just look, yeah. you know, not even better not suck. Yeah. Better not just be eight win. Don't don't give us eight. No half stepping, Mike. No, let's no. let's talk about it. 
I'm sure you would love hey, that. There's, there's, uh, there's February. There's real pressure that comes with <laughs> expectations, man. Well, but I you I do wonder what his, how his messaging changes. You know, coaches bring different messages to their meetings and workouts, and, and you know, every year is different. I think late in the season when we started asking him some things and what was on the on the table, and he he kept saying, "Well, you know, we always talk. It's always about us. It's not about the opponent. Mm-hmm. So, are you gonna do you keep that, or do you change it to a different approach of maybe something more aspirational?" Since there is a lot on the table, that the- I hope not. I hope it's still just about us. Just you stay consistent, and you know, I mean, they haven't. Look, I think within that mantra is certainly there are goals. You want to win the conference. That's any team in the ACC wants to win the conference. Whether it's realistic or not is always a different question. But I don't think you would change the way that you go about the day to day operations just because the expectations are there. I wouldn't almost, you know, I wouldn't ignore them. We and I, you and I have talked about that, but I, I would also, I, I would stay consistent with what got us to a place where we could have these expectations to begin with. But, but don't you think it's interesting that all those players that came through in those interviews talked about championships? Like, that's not yeah. coming from the ether, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I think, you know, that a lot of them came because of a 10-win season and all these guys coming back. But again, um, going back to what I, the, the point we brought up a lot, or I brought up a lot, probably too much, is is these guys really haven't accomplished anything. Like, you know, and I, and I, you, I was thinking about watching the North Carolina Duke basketball game um, last, uh, Saturday night. It's like that North Carolina team made their run in the, in the, um, in the NCAA tournament. They, they weren't great last year, but they got hot at the right time. They beat Duke on Coach K's last yeah. game at home, which, which was, was incredible. Maybe yeah. the best moment of the year sports-wise. Yeah. And then beat them again in the Final Four and then got to the championship game, had a big lead and lost it. But they came back number one in the country with all these high, all this hype and expectations, and they've been flat-ass average. They haven't been good at all, really, by their standards. And you just wonder, can something like that happen to a football team? Because that North Carolina basketball team, actually, they went to a Final Four. They beat Coach K. I mean, they might have won the AC tournament. Who can remember? Does Florida State suffer from that a little bit, a football team? Can they suffer collectively like um, – they're they're better than they, they they're not as good as they think they are. That's I think definitely that, possible. It's something to to because that Carolina team clearly wasn't as good as they thought they were. Yeah, but what what happens typically in a situation like that to me is when an integral part of why you went on that run exits the building. So if you were to like if Jordan Travis wasn't here and then Florida State yeah. Seminoles had just won ten games and gotten back into the collective conscience of those that cover college football, they might preseason be 15 or 12, but people would conveniently be ignoring at that point because they often do in rankings. Yeah, they, well, they lost their starting quarterback, so it may not be the same. We would know it. The locals always do. But nationally, they oh, Florida State looks like they're back. I don't think so, guys. They didn't win anything yeah. last year. They didn't win anything. They didn't win the Atlantic. They didn't get to the ACC championship game. They certainly didn't win the conference. They didn't – I mean, they didn't win anything. Yeah. So, to me, they're just – they've got to be, in some ways, even more hungry than they were a year ago. That's they, what you hope, you right? got a That's glimpse what of what's hope. possible when you play well, but you didn't beat anybody great but LSU, and you didn't win anything. Right. But I do think you also have to understand that now you've kind of gone from the hunter to the hunted from sure. the standpoint of nobody was expecting anything from – nobody circled Florida State on their schedule last year. Right. Well, now – Everybody's going to be scheduling Florida State on the roster. They saw Certainly. you win 10 games. What I said? You said scheduling, scheduling on, it on your roster. roster. Man, that's a. That's, I, really I, I might be that. having a stroke Let's here, lock guys. it in. No, no, no. Can I? Lock it in. <laughs> yeah, we're <Sorry>. live. <laughs> you smell that toast, <laughs> right? Can't have, you can't have a stroke, have a stroke, stroke on the air. I can edit out a stroke. You smell that toast. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
if you, I mean, this year it's going to be totally different. Yeah. Florida State is going to be the team that teams are gunning for. And so because of that, you have to ratchet things up a little bit. Like you can't just be the same team you were last year and just adding in a few pieces. Like you've got to get better. And those players that came in have to understand that they're not joining a team that's already arrived. And now just by being here, they're going to have success. Like the, the hunger's still got to be there. And I think that does come back to coaching. I, I'm not saying it shouldn't, I'm not saying they shouldn't have that desire, but I do think a coaching staff has to make sure it's there because you only get one chance at a team like this. He had a perfect year because they lost games uh, enough to be able to point out what you didn't accomplish and what can happen when you don't play well on the road at NC State at home to wake, whatever it might be, right? Uh, and, and at the same time, they had enough success where those kids can garner some confidence. So he kind of had the perfect season yeah. where those guys are now, I would think, uh, brimming with confidence and belief in themselves because they finally accomplished something. And then at the same time, he's got enough ammunition to say, well, look, let's let's be realistic here. Yes, we're a lot better than we were, but we still haven't gotten anywhere close to where we want to go. I mean, ultimately, when you come to Florida State, and if you're planning to be here a long time as a coach, you you got to get to where you're playing for championships. It, so it, You can kind of equate it really to uh, – I know we rolled our eyes when Jimbo did this after the 2012 season when he kept telling us how important it was to see his players walking around with ACC championship hats and shirts. Like, they really enjoyed it because they won the, they beat Georgia Tech. wasn't a great game. They held on, but they, they beat Georgia Tech in the uh, ACC championship game. And he's like, guys, it, it, they won a championship. Now they know what it's like to win a championship. So I think that matters that they have accomplished something. But also, like that 12 team going into 13, there was still a lot of doubt and still a lot they hadn't accomplished. You know, people kind of poo-pooed their 12-win season yeah. because they didn't really beat anybody. And, yeah, you won the ACC, you beat a really average Georgia Tech team. So they had so much to accomplish still. I think this Florida State team is kind of in that boat. They're not as talented, clearly, as that 2013 team is. But they could still have the same feeling of accomplishment and confidence that came from 2022, but knowing that they're, they're still not going to be ranked number one. There's still nobody really expecting them to win a national championship. They still should have a lot of hunger and a lot of something to prove. And I think they have the capability to win, beat anybody in the country. The good news, too, is that a lot of this is about the makeup of the team, right? So your players that are striving for, you know, Jimbo used to talk about, you know, you, you strive for perfection knowing you can never reach it, but along the way you hit excellence. He made that up, by the way. Uh, perfectly. You know, didn't get it from a book. Didn't know nope. that along that. No. So what I would think, is that you're in really good hands offensively because you got a lot of guys who not only got confident, got better, and saw got a taste of how good they could be offensively. Um, and I think that if you're Jordan Travis, you took a huge step. But if your goal was to play in the NFL as a quarterback, he's got to continue to grow, right? And he is a hard worker. We know that about him. Well, your quarterback's going to set the tone. Yeah. So that guy who's pulling the trigger and touches the ball on every play is going to be a hard-ass worker and wanting to get better. Everybody's got to come along for the ride. Well, and you think about all the guys that chose to come back, and they got you know deals to, to make it happen. Battle's sure. End was a part of the process. but is there, another, of, is there another one now in the market, too? Well, there, that one's been there before, Mick and Ope. Oh, okay. They have a different agenda. They, okay. they do more life skills things and things like that. But, yeah, there's three collectives, really, uh, at Florida State. But, anyway um, – all those guys chose to came back, come back, and you'd like to think that that is the, not rallying cry, but that's what they're reminding themselves and their teammates every day in those workouts and at tour duty and when they're in the summer working by themselves is, what did we come back for? 
you know, we came back for a reason. We didn't come back here just to hang out in Tallahassee, just to hang out with Ira, Corey, and no, Jeff they're not for doing another that. year. No, they no. could do that whenever Although they want. Although that is fun. Yeah, well, absolutely. I mean, they may tell them each other, like, in addition <laughs> to the money that we got from Battles in, we do get to hang out another sure. year well, with Ira, look, Corey, I, and Jeff. I like to spend time with my kid, but most of December we were here meeting with these kids and Battles in, telling them, yeah, you can hang out with us if you come back. I mean, the <laughs> meeting with Johnny Wilson <laughs> that took was part 90 of it. minutes. Yeah. We really had Johnny's kind of needy that way. Yeah. yeah, you were running late, and then we were worrying. Right, it's like this isn't a good precedent yeah. to set. Johnny's going to bounce, yeah. and Jordan Jordan was wondering too. But he just lit up when you came in the room. Yeah, well, the people do. <laughs> people <laughs> yeah. do. Uh, but no, I mean, don't you think that that is that motivation will be there because they, I do. They I don't all, worry about it. Yeah, I don't. I, I worry don't. about a little bit. I know you do. But I don't. Not offensively. Defensively, just, uh, man, I want to see this team really grow because I think that's the next step. If they do that, they'll be really good next year. Like, yeah. like maybe go to the college football playoff. Good. Well, the thing about the defense is, I know the vast majority of people who are active on social media. We can't say this is all fans. No, but a lot of the people who are on social media or on our message boards or the right into your show are you know focused almost entirely on Adam Fuller and the coaching staff, and the coaching change. And I just feel like, man, so much of it more is about personnel. And the, yeah. they've changed that personnel. That that front four is going to look very different. First of all, Fabian Lovett will be there. In the We did a thing on the snap counts. Fabian Lovett play, played like 200 snaps last year. He played like seven games and averaged 30 snaps in those seven games. Yeah, no, he That's was not around. Which, and yeah. Robert Cooper had one arm. So you're, that wasn't the defensive line anybody expected them to have. Which is why I'm excited and why I also think they can get a lot better. Right. I mean, they, they have to. And for, that changes everything. on the, That changes the back seven. Oh, without question. Yeah, no, and, and that's, man, <laughs> every time we have this discussion about the things we want to see, the things we hope to see, what they, what they have to avoid, what the expectations are, what's reasonable, I get more and more excited, and then I remember it's February. And luckily, it's not long before we start getting into spring practice discussions because we're yeah. going to want to talk about this team. It's hard to talk about a team for months and months and months and unless there's competition, unless there's something still at stake to be had. And there is. And, and the spring will be the beginning of that fierce competition that we document on a daily basis, which will be a lot of fun. Okay. Again, I always point out that the cool thing about our job is that when we talk about spring, we are talking about stuff we see. Right. We're not taking coaches or players' words for it. We're actually watching it with our own eyes and then – basing opinions and off that. I got Jared Shank coming at me with a shank in the chat. Uh-oh. Corey, you take a lot of crap for your Maryland prediction. Does Ira get a pass for his 2018 FSU Clemson prediction? That was, was uh, that? didn't I, I think I said that Florida State might be able to upset Clemson. Well, real on this show? I don't oh. recall that. You? Yeah, no, I, I can't. Jared yeah. does. Jared yeah. does. Well, it I, seems I, like you do, too. I felt like you, there was a scenario. coming out of nowhere. I, I felt like there was a scenario. I Which could see a path. That was the, the fifty-nine to three. Yeah, well, so here's the, to 10? if you remember, until Asante Samuel roughed the kicker, Florida State was right in that game. Right, exactly. And Maryland was only down seven points. Maryland was only down seven points in the it second quarter. It had remained dormant. We need to leave it be. Thanks, Jared. There you go. <laughs> Seminole headlines ninety-three-three Real Talk Radio Warchant TV continues in a moment. Hey, headliners and elite headliners, it's Ira here, and it's time to talk Shopify. As you remember, a couple of years ago, we wanted to create and sell headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you. But we had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling Yay Sausage shirts, and it's so easy. All because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're a startup working out of your man cave or IPO ready, 
Shopify is the only tool you need to grow your business without all the struggle. Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point of sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Whatever you need, you're covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I love most about Shopify is how, no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up today for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, and they'll help you grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Go to shopify.com slash warchant. Headlines. headlines returns now head to youtube and search for war chant tv today to catch the show live or on demand now here's jeff cameron ira chauffel and Corey clark ira tell everybody where they can get those seminal headlines shirts again buddy. you're just pimping them huh that's what yeah seminal, it's the rollout baby seminal headlines at or excuse me seminal headlines dot my shopify.com seminal uh, headlines dot my shopify.com rolls off go. the tongue then we, then we uh we got a gift this week yeah, hold on. They're back there. I'm going to have to wait till the next commercial all break. Right, right. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Little, no, uh, they're both awesome. Yeah, they are. They can, push the, the can the Carver, can the Carver can coming, the Carver coming up big time. Yeah, that'll be good. Uh, we'll do that after the next, uh, in, into the next segment. I'll grab those suckers. Hold them up <laughs> to the camera. I was very impressed that he efforted to, it wasn't a platinum Bohica. He came up with the golden Bohica with the, for, with the nine. For, for nine yeah, wins. For he, nine he, wins. he decided, because we, we, had, we had talked about maybe the diamond Bohica. Oh, buddy. 25. Mm. We the got a little ahead platinum. of ourselves. Yeah. We oh, wait. Some... He, well, here we go. Maybe we'll have him here. Here we go. Matthew's going to make the. Yeah, he's going to make the move. Okay, let's start with this one, guys. This <laughs> holds a special place in my heart. Uh, nine wins in a row over Miami. Uh, this. <laughs> uh, tell <laughs> me if you guys. for the see... podcast listeners. Okay. Just for the YouTube viewers, All right. There, there. We'll be can quick about it. Be quick about it. You can tell. That, wait, <laughs> not too quick. I just want uh, to so that see, it's yeah. an upside down U. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah, there's we, a. Just I think a, we know what's going on. There. Casually. Yeah. Hanging around the mm, yep. uh, guy. That is something. By the way, this is Ken the Carver's new look, which is also awesome. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the Grim so, Reaper. The Grim Reaper. It's great. All right. There's that. And, you know, it's pushing the envelope a little bit. And then we have what's the equivalent of the promise. <laughs> and reading that is good, too. I don't know if you can, Ira. I think I should probably it, read it. Yeah, it was the one we got. Uh, I think I showed it on one of the Zoom ones we did. Uh, but, yeah, it's uh, the uh, Roland Sweet sending that message with basically talking about how happy he was with Florida State and all and the And then how dismissive Corey was at the bottom. No, well, I wasn't dismissive. dismissive, but it was, he, was, he was happy with the program. He was happy with the media coverage. We said we did a really good job. For those that don't know what Roland said, he said, I find there to be so many positives from this football season. Obviously, the players and coaches and all their hard work. The fans were so solid in attendance and support as well. I really like the media coverage of Warchant.com and the staff. I listen to Jeff Cameron every day. Corey Clark, Ira Chaffel, and Tom Wang. I also like the addition of Jeff Colhane as the broadcaster. It's a new day for FSU, and it feels like a new beginning to a very bright future for our program. Keep climbing, Knowles, and thank you for a very exciting year. It's been fun to watch. That's from Roland, and underneath it is the Corey Clark quote in response to that very kind Heartfelt offering. Message. Corey wrote, we appreciate it. Trust us, we really do, but also, yeah, we know. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's dismissive is probably not the most <laughs> accurate. Uh, no, I thought. I mean, it, he said it in a way where it sounds dismissive. But if you go back and listen to the oh, tape. Yeah. Oh, was, yeah, you were almost genuine. in tears. It was, yeah, I forgot. <laughs> I, that's why I couldn't keep talking. <laughs> you had to catch yourself. You were a little choked up yeah. in the moment. Yep. Anyhow, yeah, that was great. And so Ken the Carver carved that whole thing, which is incredible. And we'll have it up in the studio next time you guys are here on Tuesday. Next Tuesday, we'll have those suckers up. We're taking over that whole studio. And the Golden Bohica, just the timeliness of it, because as of about a week ago, he's, he still was under the assumption. He didn't he even know what it was. He wasn't sure what the Platinum Bohica was, and then he kind of figured things out, talked <laughs> it over with his wife, did some research on the Internet, <laughs> and then came up with this and told me, I think he sent me the, an image of it, I think on Friday, and, uh, dude, it's it was at the awesome. house on Monday. Yeah. I feel like there's going to be people that want to order that. Maybe. Just saying, yeah. Right, they, they, maybe. There's, yeah. there's going to be some people that want to order that plot. We'll, we'll put it on the, uh. Ken's like, man, this is a side gig for yeah, me. No, I'm having yeah, some fun like, with it, guys. We'll put it in the shop you don't need to put side. me to work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's going to be out here churning them out. Yeah, I, I, I bring, the, bring the dinner out here. I can't leave. You guys brought it up, though. The, uh, and, uh, listen, don't launch into Taylor Swift tour dates. But Florida State has won seven in a row over Louisville. Real quick, That's though. Right. Life, thank, good work, Matt. <laughs> Life Spectator said uh, he asked who is Roland Sweet. It was just uh, one of the he- headliners. Just a headliner. Yeah, just it was a, in the uh, question. Nice guy who wrote in. Yeah, yeah, in the questions portion. Yeah. He, uh, he just had, that wasn't a question. He just wanted to tell us how happy he was with being a Seminole. It was a plus a on year. the Golden Bohica, right, Sauer? I agree. That is, that is fantastic work. Uh, one more time for those. Hold on. Here you go, guys. If you did, if you got to the War Chant TV, <laughs> there's the golden, yeah. which is really good. Yeah. Okay, would All have right. been better if it was platinum, but Ken did what he could. But alas, alas, they they uh, yeah, we got seven in a row now, seven over Louisville. Row. Yeah, that's Louisville. right. Get yeah. some Louisville. Whoo, hard who, times for both the programs. Who who will be the head coach there when they get to ten? I don't know, but uh, by the way, I I never realized. Does anybody know? This is just an aside. Why is Georgia Tech broke? I, I'm, I read the Atlanta Journal-Constitution did a whole article on Georgia Tech athletics being dead-ass broke. So With no chance to, I mean, Are you still that, paying Paul Hewitt? What's Paul going Johnson? on? I haven't read that article, but I do know that there was talk in the industry that everybody's favorite athletic director, Dan Radakovich, before he went to Clemson, he was there, and that they did a lot of, they were very aggressive. It didn't have results from it. And... They wow. uh, were over leveraged. Yeah, well. But part of the problem in a school like that is, like, you can invest all you want, but is it going to be – I mean, Corey lived there. He's yeah. spoken to it before. There's not a lot of Georgia Tech fans other than Georgia Tech grads, right? No, and the basketball team back in the day they was, were a, really was good. a big Bobby draw. Bobby Crimmins was and a big draw. It was a big draw, draw yeah. but college basketball isn't a big draw anymore. And football is what pays the bills. Football is what pays the bills, and they've never – and they will never, ever be close to Georgia. In fan attention or uh, ratings or anything like that. So you, that's it's just a caution, cautionary tale of these schools who all want to get in to the the upper crust. And you could throw money at it, but it doesn't necessarily mean it's going to work. Fascinates me though, because ultimately, you know, you look at Florida State's situation in this conference, and and those that would oppose Florida State and Clemson getting out because what would it mean for the ACC? But then there have got to be some other schools that aren't dislike Georgia Tech who realize that. Long term, they're not going to be able to compete at that level and, and be part of a super conference. Georgia Tech would probably be fine with saying, "Yeah, take it, take it on down the road." We, you, I mean, but you know, you would think, but then do these TV, co- you know, it's going to be the TV companies that it's going to be ESPN that dictates the next. Yeah, ESPN expansion. and Fox. Yeah, ESPN you, Fox. Yeah, yeah. Are they going to want? Are they going to? They're not going to want Georgia Tech. I mean, it's the Atlanta market, right? Oh, uh, why did the <laughs> ACC want Boston and Syracuse? It was all these markets that we. If they would have just pulled the three of us, they're like nobody cares. 
Boston College, I just, I get angry just talking about it, just thinking about it. They have added absolutely zero, zero to this conference. Less in than, any, yeah, they've been a drain. Yeah, in any way, shape, or amount. Yeah, they have. Like, they're, yeah, taking, they're money taking money out of, money. Other, yes. out of other people's Well, that's pockets. my point. With Georgia Tech being in the plight that they're in, I'm like, if we need to pay the big dogs a little bit more, we can tell some of these other schools to take it well, on down Bob, the road. Boston and then College have a, would be the first one. Like, they, they, they do nothing. Pitt's close, uh, but at least they're pretty good at football. But Boston College, is, even when they're good, nobody cares. Nobody cares there. They add absolutely zero. Zero to this conference. Unless hockey takes off. And, right. At the collegiate level. At the yeah. collegiate level. Yeah, and it's about to. It's about to. I feel, <laughs> you feel it. like it's you're just hanging in it's there, percolating. guys. A little bit more time, and their usefulness will There's become better apparent. Chance being good at pickleball. Pickleball <laughs> will take off before college hockey. Seminole Headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, Orchard TV continues in a moment. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. We did a baseball video yesterday for War Chant TV. You guys can find on warchant.com. And when we got done, we signed off. Always makes me sad when I hit click to, to get off the stream yard. I was like, ah, oh, should chatted a little bit longer with the fellas. That's just me. You guys don't seem to be hmm. of the same mindset. Now you're like, screw you, Jeff. Go ahead and click off. There's uh, and so we much talked about, after you about. Oh, we you, were probably 20 minutes. We were yeah, on there just like, coming so on. It would have been, it Jeff, been cool. Would have been nice if I would have been there for the conversation. Yeah, I apologize. The uh, when we did all the football ones in, in uh, on Zoom mm. during the pandemic, and we did them for a long time after things had kind of opened up. We still did a lot of Zoom interviews, but man, Derek Satterfield, the SID for football, my man is the quickest trigger because you like. You I don't was, want anybody saying anything they're not supposed to say. I or? don't know. I just feel like uh, you know you're kind of always wondering: Is he going to say anything? Is like, he, is should, he should you be like, "Hey, coach, thanks a lot, appreciate that." Chit chat or whatever, and yeah, it's like no. your your session's ended. Yeah, Derek was quick on the trigger. Yeah. Well, I do think that's a byproduct of each minute of the day being spoken for when it comes to Mike. <laughs> I think I that know, like that is like they're they're regimented over there. You'd think they were getting charged by the minute. It was like a meter running a, a, a taxi cab. You go one minute beyond, clickety-doo. The old yep. days with cell phones before we had unlimited plans. I you didn't think about I'm, the old days. Yeah, I only got four phones. minutes left. I'm gonna I only call, got four minutes on my plan. I'm going to call you tonight at nine when, my, when, my, when, when I get three up. minutes. That's on one did minute. You, did you guys have the uh, Nextel beep-beep-beep? We beep, were beep, T-Mobile. Beep. We were T-Mobile. I had the Nextel. Oh, so those are free because they're in the, yeah, in the network? Yeah, but then I realized how that's not a good idea. Because if, if you have friends that are like my friends, or if you're like me, and you beep beep onto somebody and they're, you don't know who they're with, and you're saying the kinds of things we say to each other, <laughs> oh, right. that can yeah. be very uncomfortable. Yeah, it's like a walkie-talkie, Yeah, right? somebody yeah. sitting in their living room with their you know, 87-year-old grandmother is like, hey, blah, 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 blah. Like, oh, whoa, 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 man. I'm sitting here with Grammy. You can't be. <laughs> so I realized that was probably a bad idea. Not a good. It was like Ben when beepers changed to where they you could do the voice thing on oh, the beepers yeah. and people yeah. My buddy I, was I a, never had a beeper. I never had a, a beeper you either. Were in, you were in middle school when we were we yeah, were rolling when you around guys with beepers, rolling the beepers. Around with yeah. beepers yeah. checking the numbers with the beepers. Yeah. Oh, it's a 911. I got to call uh, quick. You got to call Emergency. quick. Got to call right away. 
No, no, no. So, anyhow, we were talking about baseball yesterday in the video and uh, in what, what is a proper expectation. And all I know is that when we clicked off, I started perusing the roster again. And I am encouraged. I think they're going to be all right. If they get the pitch and going, they're going to be fine. I thought you made a really good point. that We, we kind of kept it moving. We didn't like – a lot of times when we do these things, kind of like headlines, well, somebody will say something and somebody else will either agree or disagree. Right. That format was – Tom was keeping it going, man. We well, changed, we didn't want a 28-minute baseball video. Which right. is fine. But um, I thought you made a really good point. I didn't I didn't get to say that. But Oh, well, thank you. Well, just, here you go. What's just the talk, point? Well, just about how – some of the individual performances might be a lot better because the overall culture and just yes. morale is going to be higher. The, the clubhouse is not going to be fractured and, and you got guys that are hurting and angry and frustrated. And, you know, you know, I mean, to me, when you show up at a place to work and you like who you work with and everybody's like-minded and pulling in the same direction, it's a lot easier to go out the business of trying to get better and do your job and be dependable. And I feel like the last several years, uh, that that hasn't been the case in that clubhouse, that Florida State, something happened along the way where things kind of went south culturally, and, and, and they had a hard time getting it back. And, you know, you, you know, ultimately the head coach suffers for that, and that's why Mike is no longer there, uh, Mike Martin Jr. Uh, don't care to get into the reasons for that. I just want to say that I think that that is going to be greatly improved and well, should improve the overall morale of the program. Yeah, and I think you – a lot of times with coaching, and this is one of the things I talked to when I was advocating for not making major changes on the football staff, even if you don't love everybody on the staff, is because when it is working, sometimes it's dangerous to play around with it too much. I felt like when Mike Bell left the baseball team, when Mike Bell left as pitching coach to yep. become head coach at Pitt, I thought he was a really nice balance to Mike Martin Jr. because he was a little bit more good cop to Mike Martin Jr.'s bad cop, and I felt like there was a good chemistry there. I'm not criticizing the guys that came after him, but I just I felt like the chemistry wasn't great at that position in terms of how they worked and how they related to the players and then how the players related to each other. Kind of to some degree, you brought up basketball earlier. This basketball staff's had a lot of turnover uh, over the last several years. It's tough. Yeah. First Gates left and CY left. And, you know, really the only coach that's still there with, with Leonard is Stan Jones. Steve Smith's been there a couple of years. He's He replaced Gates. He's a good guy. Uh, R.J. Bars, the new assistant coach, I think is a good guy. But I don't know if that chemistry that worked so well before is working as well, and maybe that relates to the players. So I think that's a big part of it is just having the right staff and the right chemistry. And I think that's why it was important to Link to bring those guys with him yeah. because they're all very much in line. It's hard to replicate. You know, even if the guys that replace the guys that leave are good at what they do or knowledgeable, you don't always find that same sort of synergy uh, that you had with a different group. Uh, you know, I'd like to believe that if we booted Corey Clark out of Seminole headlines oh, like we right. talked about a few years ago, right? Uh, that you know, it, it would still be all right. But it wasn't we a gave serious a talk. No, we didn't do a vote. It was just a minor. You know, we were a little frustrated at the okay. time. Uh, but it worked. But it worked like, out. What would it look like if Corey wasn't yeah, here? Yeah, yeah. Okay. It, but there Ira were brought it up. Preliminary like, discussions. We, we'd, we'd had a couple of drinks. It but didn't I, go down the road. No, we no. Not, not far. Kind of out okay. in the ether there for a okay. second. The next day, I was like, guys, I, we don't. Guys, who else was in the meeting? Well, the guy that might have been. Your replacement, oh. <laughs> but we, we just it was just a, okay. But the thing right. of it is, there's not always a guarantee, and we thought better of it for that reason. Mm -hmm. You know, for all of his annoyances, we right. realized that there was a there's lot of plus. There's, there's a there's a there's a, a thing there. I bring a dynamic that you can't get anywhere. Right, else. right, and we recognized that. We figured right. we could get you in line without having to have the talk, and it worked out. Yep. It worked out. They couldn't feel like do that at FSU. <laughs> I feel like we're having the talk right now. <laughs> for whatever reason, though, things did I think fall apart. 
communications-wise over at FSU in the baseball offices. And I, I, I do feel like it was a problem, and I do, it can't help but be better now. You get it, you know, this is one of the things about change usually that comes into play is everybody's on board early. Uh, now you got to win games or things start to suffer. And, I, you know, somebody said in the chat a moment ago, I think it was Briley, that Link Jarrett's quotes read like he was tempering expectations for this upcoming year. And I, I'm sure you could look at it that way. He's talking about from the other day when we had the yeah. uh, video from from what he had to say there. But I th- I think it's a coach still searching to figure out who's what. Yeah. More than anything else, like who, how am I going to use this guy? Where does this guy fit? Not real sure about the arms yet. Not like I doubt we can win games. Just more like I'm not entirely certain who fits where just yet. Yeah, I don't think it's coach speak. No, I don't either. No, he, no, because he was being pretty uh, upfront and honest about the pitching. Like I, we just don't have a lot of numbers. You know, he's never had a staff. He think I, it sounded like he hadn't had a staff with this few arms. Mm-hmm. Um, so he was talking about scrimmages and how they can't scrimmage a ton because they got to do the, they got to uh, take care of the arms. But what I thought we got to watch practice. We watched practice for like an hour. Um, and again, I, I, I hesitate in doing this only because we didn't watch a lot of baseball practices the last few years, so no. it's hard to compare. But. I don't know that I've seen this before to this level where they're taking batting practice. And, you know, when you're taking batting practice and the kids are practicing their leads and then they'll run to second. Sure. And they'll stop at second. They'll wait for the next pitch and then they'll run to third. But they're kind of just going through the motions, just almost lo- getting loose more than anything. Well, in this scenario, when a kid's at second base, they're judging what they do on if the where the ball is hit. So if the ball is a line drive to center field, but it's kind of high up and hanging up, one of the kids started running to third, and they're like, no, that could be caught. So you're not just going, like, the ball's hit, you're I'm running to third. You're not just going through the motions. The ball's hit the right field. I'm, no, and then they'd go to third. And as this kid's taking batting practice, they're getting leads, ground ball where you're going, fly ball you're tagging. So, so they're, they're getting a lot done even with, in batting practice. The other guys are actually working on base running, and they're paying attention to it. Well, good more they need to. Well, and there's nothing taken for granted. I think that was one of, one of the takeaways we had also is that, like, Link, not only are they coaching, but, like, Link is talking to them in everything they do. Like, in the assistant co- the other assistant coaches, too, and he's got a big staff. He's got a lot of people out there helping him. But Link particularly, you know, you, you watch him, and it's it's there's a, a mental conversation about the just the, the intellect of playing baseball that is ever present. Like everything they do, there's a discussion about and not stopping to talk, yeah. not stop, but yeah, the as they're doing their, yeah. but he's explaining like, this is why, this is why you underhand toss in this situation. This is why you don't, this is what, you know, this is why you sidearm it. This is in, in everything from base running to defense to hitting. There's that constant mental approach of why we do things and how we do things that I think is, is you would like to believe is going to pay off. Uh, with a smarter brand of baseball. You get back to details and fundamentals. You establish those things. You have those ingrained, and then you move forward with whatever else. You, you know, From there, he'll be able to recruit his guys who, you know, I, th- I think he has a, an idea of what he wants a team to look like and, and the way that he wants them to play. Certainly that rang true at Notre Dame. Uh, they were mentally tough. And I, I think if you're a Florida State fan, what you're most excited about is not just that there's a plan in place and he's been able to articulate that in his interviews – uh, and obviously, he's been successful. He's He's been at several stops prior to getting here, so he's experienced a lot of different kinds of adversity and overcome those things and had success small places on to big yeah. places like Notre Dame. But you think about how tough they were rolling in Knoxville and how tough they were in handling that environment. 
if you're Florida State, you just want to see a team that plays smart and is mentally tough and can handle things. They're tougher on the mound. They're tougher in the way they go about their business. You're, you're just hoping like hell that that's what hiring Link Jarrett did. I think that's one of the many reasons he was hired. His teams had a lot of what for to him. It's been a minute, and I'm not calling any of those kids soft. I'm just saying that something fell between the cracks somewhere along the way, and it was they were having a hard time getting it back. Seminole Headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV continues in just a moment. Seminole Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for War Chant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chauffel, and Corey Clark. Hey, one thing I do know, and we'll move on. We got headliner questions coming up here in about five minutes, uh, and I don't want to hyper-focus for two hours on baseball, but I, I do know this. I miss the feeling of walking into Dick Hauser Stadium when that team's good and when the fans believe in the product and they're excited. We've all been to that ballpark on a consistent basis when it was packed and loud and lively and they played a fun brand of baseball and it was interesting and you watch teams develop and get better and guys find roles and you anticipated the postseason. What were regionals going to look like? Super regionals. Could you be a national top eight seed? Could you get back to Omaha? Because it's been the unending quest for Florida State to cap it off with the elusive national championship. And I know just listening to, to my boy Corey over here, and certainly all of us have had these interactions, it hasn't been fun, man. It hasn't been fun the last number of years. Even when they had some success, it wasn't a lot of fun. I'd really like to see that return because it was unique to Tallahassee in this sense. You know, Florida State baseball is one of the few products at, at a collegiate level where the city is really, really involved and, and passionate about a program. Like you go to other schools in the ACC, it's not that way. It's sparsely attended. There aren't a lot of, you know, there aren't a lot of passionate fans. It's what one of the things that made Florida State unique. They weren't the only one. We know it's that way at Texas. We know at Mississippi State they're crazy for baseball and LSU. You can name those programs. But Florida State was always one of them, and I thought that was so cool. It was the bridge that got us from, you know, when basketball stunk, you you had football was really, really good, basketball not so much. We were hoping, hoping it would get good again. Thankfully, Leonard Hamilton made that happen. But baseball is what carried you through. You, you locked in on baseball. And because basketball has been good the last several years, it kind of saved us a little bit while this baseball program was just, eh, you didn't think much about it. I mean, I wanted to. Then we'd get out there, we'd watch the games, and we'd be like, 16 strikeouts, huh? Not a lot of balls being put in play. This it, isn't fun. It will be interesting also to see what Link can do with the talent here. You know, like he, what he did at Notre Dame was really impressive, but the talent pool you can recruit from at Florida State Woo. is completely different. And so now the question is, and we kind of, because we did the video yesterday, we just kind of picked up the middle of this conversation about this team, and we went into the intangibles really. But but from a tangible standpoint, you know, we feel pretty good, I think, about the offense overall. Sure. Optimistic about the offense. Sure. We feel like the defense has got a chance to be pretty good. The question is going to be, can enough of those arms develop? How quickly can they develop? There's talent. There's no question there's talent. There's some big arms on that, in yeah, that bullpen yeah. and, and on that Well, and one thing, uh, another thing I noticed uh, at the practice the other day, and this to me is the biggest development, not the development, but the thing I'd like to see the most in 2023 is it looks to me, Jeff, like the video board is going to be the exact same setup. <laughs> It's going to be how probably. Do you, how do you know that? I you, just, you've not seen them go changed. through a game day operation. No, that's true. We're, we're, we're sitting there taking in some practice. Beautiful day. It was a beautiful so day. Sun, yeah. sun, and they had the wrong sun, 70 sun degrees. Splashed, oh, man. 70 degrees. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Everything's beautiful. We just needed a beer. 
Oh yeah. And then Corey's like, you see the scoreboard? You can now get those at the houses, exact though. same. You're going to have the, you're going to have the batting averages going no, down the no, side no. that you can't Wait. read. You're going to have no, the line score no. below. Listen, let's keep and trumping I guess the problems big, with that. A big baseball in the – oh, no, it's the kid's face. Right. Whoever's pitching, it's the kid's face taking up the well, whole Well, you know, screen. Link is a guy who understands the numbers and, and has, uh, I think, an investment in technology. It seems to me that he would – Attention to detail. Yeah, That's he would thing. effort. He would yeah. say, guys, this is – what are we doing? And maybe they just haven't updated the software. They're doing it behind the scenes, and the great unveiling is going to be – The padding looks beautiful, though. It does, the man. Yeah, everything – in the, in the stuff in the, the bowels – Speaking of bowels, gang, I tell you what, I've been on some protein bars. Stop it. I didn't, Stop it. Sorry. You're not but allowed. The, but the bowels at the stadium do look, they have uh, they have uh, the. Was there standing water no, in the I areas? Didn't. I mean, yeah. there's going to be standing water. <laughs> I mean, but, that's just part of the Hauser experience. But it just had to be sunny that rust. day. <laughs> but they have put up a lot of signage. They have the All-American signage up. They have the College World Series banners, like, hanging well, down in the concourse. In truth, Florida State has got to do a better job of, of championing like their successes. how good yes, <laughs> yeah, man. All I've the been... trophies are inside a place where nobody can see them. Yeah, I mean, some of the – yeah, that that is sad. Like, I've gone to college baseball games on the road, and you're like, oh, look, they've got right there the flag for when they finished third in the Atlantic. You're like, yeah. Why are they doing that, and we don't nope. have any of our actual, you know, accomplishments up? I mean, Florida State's had a ton of them. Hey, but you know what? That Buster Posey money's coming. I mean, now right. they're going to go ahead and retire the jersey. That's all he was waiting on, and now the yep. checks are kind of come That's flowing, all buddy. Briley, Briley in the chat right here has a great idea: a register sausage race. Ben, it's the jalapeno Boom. cheddar. Yep. The hot link, the short link, short link, get a little short one. Oh yeah, you get uh, a kid. You get a kid to do it. You get a jalapeno cheddar and you get an andouille. I had short links last night. Ooh, nice. I grilled them. Don't often grill the sausage that way. Put them up on the second level while I was doing some other stuff with fish. Then on the lower level, I just slow cook those bad boys. Slow mm, cook slow them cook over. Them. Slow yeah, cook okay. them over time. Nice. Tested it out. It was a really well done job by me, and the family enjoyed it immensely. Everybody appreciated it. And it, right now, Register Sausage appreciates it. But, yeah, no, it was, it was delicious. Just another well, way, guys. Just another way. But that idea. The Register Sausage race? Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. Because when do you not laugh when you watch? Oh, it's great. The, yeah. The, the Milwaukee Pittsburgh, thing. The Milwaukee, yeah. the, the, the Broadway. The presidents. Oh, the, the presidents in D.C. are hilarious. Preston uh, offered up that uh, it'll be called Beat the Sausage. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Ira, you didn't have to I mean, read that. What, what's wrong with that? You're, it's a race with yeah. the sausage. That's what fans can race. Each other. Fans can race the sausages. Yeah, beat yeah. the sausage like it's the freeze. <laughs> yes, like oh, it's yeah, so the sausage. Like what were you thinking? Sausage goes for yeah. 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 You're thinking, what pre- were you thinking? I don't know. What I, was I, on I, your I, mind? I don't know. It's no. something weird. Something so else. So beat yep. the sausage gets going, and then you know, like maybe the short link trips them up. There's some like slapstick stuff going on. I love it. I love this idea. Ben, Ben, you got to get on this. Well, it's it's endless promotion, but also the fans would laugh. It would spruce things up at Hauser. It's a little bit of an older audience at Hauser. I've, I've, Maybe that brings I've, some college kids into the mix. Well, beer does that, and then I think if they ever get that outfield set up where you can have, like yeah. they do at some of these other places, where you have some stands out there where you're allowed to bring in coolers. Mm. It's a, a Friday about? night at Hauser you can start with the college stuff kids. The right fielder. I'm all about it. You're gonna have Corey a party. Ruin it. You're gonna have a party atmosphere in the outfield. A team being successful, playing smart baseball. We're gonna shop back the puddles. Everything's doing new signage. Everything's looking up, and Corey's gonna be staring at the scoreboard, the video board. He's oh like, look, what are we doing 286. here? And look, Connor Whitaker. Look how look at his form and that yeah, big three I know. three story high picture of him. Headliner questions forthcoming. Stay with. I promise we'll get there in a moment.